going on, everybody? This is your boy Pablo, aka Grandma Fifth Grandson, aka the Bearded Wonder, aka the Pod Boss, aka the Pod Gift, aka Black Poseidon, aka the Bearded One, aka Mr. Stock, aka Mr. Freckles, aka we got more AKAs than HBCU. And we're here with another wonderful episode of Toxicology Report. Thank you for tuning in. And as usual, I have my man, my mellow, sir, introduce yourself. It's your boy, best friend, aka best friend. That's who we doing? That's that's what we're doing. That's who we are. That's who okay. I am. Cool. All right. Um, hey man, how you been? Uh I'm good, I guess. I'm I'm alive. Yeah. That's my new motto every day. I like it. I love it. I'm glad somebody, you're alive. Somebody's phone ringing. Who's that? Who's that phone ringing? Uh, that is uh, your buddy, your homie, the engineer. Interrupting shit with the phone ringing. <laughs> it says pastor bedtime. I, I can hear. Yeah. And uh, she's taller than you, by the way. Me, me and Junior had this conversation at the gym today, and he was like, this is coming from the same guy. He's talking about you. He's like, this is coming from the same guy. Oh, best friends with a guy who thinks he can beat Tyson. He was like, so we can't take his word for anything. That's not my best friends. He's, my he's best saying friend. you you best friends with the guy who thinks he can beat Tyson. No, my my best friend does not believe he can beat Tyson. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. That, 20 that years ago or now. <laughs> my, my, my best friend thought he was Tyson. He never said he can beat Tyson. Yeah, even ten years from now, Bruh. I wouldn't believe that. But Tyson can be seventy, and I'm still not trying him. Bruh. Like I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. So, um, I sent you a video of uh, two people on a date. They uh, the entire outdoor restaurant is getting robbed. He w- gets up, walks off on the date. Is he wrong for Bro, not taking her? There's two things that happen here. Okay. Either one, he's into some hot shit himself, and he was just trying to like, hey, I got to go for the police come. Mm-hmm. Or two, he's just like a real big bitch. But, yes, he's wrong for not taking her. Like, <laughs> regardless of what situation he was in, um, he should have took her, whether he was like trying to get away for the cops came because he does his own thing and he's wanted or whatever, because you can see clearly in the video, she's looking around like, where the hell did he go? Yo, and the part that kills me is just like the waiter just came out like it was nothing. <laughs> right. And, and shoot the guy away. Like this is. And the guy left. Movie. Yeah. With the so, gun. I'm thinking. The bill was out outrageous, and that was his way out. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, like oh man, I don't know how I'm gonna pay this. Oh, we're getting robbed. Pew, I'm gone. <laughs> you know, like I've heard of people saying, "Hey, call me, make an excuse. My kid's sick, or hey, you got a flat tire, I gotta leave and come get you." You know, whatever the case might be, just to get out of a blind date or mm-hmm. something like that. But I've never heard of hey. Come ro- act like you're robbing the joint so I can get out of here. 
we're those type of friends though. <laughs> because that was too hey, I'm getting out of here. Like you know what I mean? Like that he was just Yep. And like and then the problem is the guy with the gun was too like quick to just like get shoot away. Right, exactly. There's no pushing, shoving, nothing. Nothing. Well, salute to them too, you know, for getting away with that. Not going on <laughs> another date. Yeah, yeah, she's never going on a date with him again. Like, that, Definitely that's, not. That's out of the question. Uh, so uh, let's see what else we have here. That was insane. I, like he got up so smooth, it was ridiculous. And like power walked, and she didn't even see yeah. any of it. She was watching the guy with the gun, and it turned around. I was like, "Uh, what just happened?" So, um, speaking of what just happened, you referenced this event a lot, you know. And when I say a lot, when I say it, you don't know exactly what I'm talking about. The 1995 Source Awards. What you talking about, Death Row? <laughs> I remember watching that. So, it's, speaking of death row, people are now coming out and speaking about what happened that night. So now this is a guy that says, um, "I'm sorry, not even a guy." Crazy Bone says that Suge paid somebody ten thousand dollars to attack Bone Thugs and Harmony that night. I believe it. You believe it? What was the reasoning, though? Did he did he give a reason? Mm, you know that was the height of the ruthless um, death row beef because Dr. Dre had just left and Easy E had just found Bone and all that good stuff. So that's all he needed. Oh yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can see it happening. You know, one hundred percent. So he said, uh, "We were at the Source Awards." And they told me that they was going to pay somebody $10,000 to run up on us and and sling a cane at them. I don't understand that. Man, I would have slung a cane at them for $10,000. Yeah, and they said there was a lot of beef going back and forth back then. It was very, very intense. And I remember at the Source Awards being, you know, just very intense in general. I don't know who idea was it to have that Source Awards on in 1995, at that height, it had to be a, a black person. I don't think it was black. No, I think it was. I think the higher up, like a white person, who was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, let me get one of these black guys in on this shit," and be like, "Hey, you think this is a good idea?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." He said, uh, "Suge had a meeting before the awards and said one of us is going to be wearing the Georgetown beanie. Get him." The one with the beanie on, put him at, put his ass down. Shug's a piece of shit. I think um, yeah, he's never coming home. He's that's never coming home. home. Yeah, um, that's wild. Um, so he had the whole Biggie thing going on, and he didn't care for Bone. Um, Shug, Shug was just crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, though, he was so crazy. Diddy ain't one new parts of that. No, he didn't. He didn't. Um, there is a um, documentary about Suge. It's called uh, "American's Nightmare," and they spell it like how he spells his last name. Um, it's pretty good. It, it 
breaks down some of the stuff that he did, you know, where he came from. Um, his dad's still alive. He had, he had both parents in his life. Um, Marion Sr. talks about him all the time. Um, it's pretty good, man. You should check it out. Man, I, I watched a documentary years ago where they said he would take his entourage out and they would spend like $200,000 on lunch. Mm-hmm. Like lunch. Like but that's he a house. He writes it off as a business expense. But as a house. He went to college, so he's, he's kind of smart. Yeah. Uh, so, so when taxes come, you're like, oh, yeah, I spent $5 million on, on meetings. He gets the majority of that back. Oh, I know. Yeah. See? We worried about uh, $30 uh, Mission Barbecue. He's spending $100,000. <laughs> Silliness. Um, speaking of madness, Nick Cannon uh, is back populating the world. It is now alleged. We don't know. We don't have, haven't had confirmation yet. Baby number 14 is on the way. Man, this dude, like, speaking about money and write-off, tax write-offs, man, like, he ain't going to have no money. And he wants everybody to stop talking down about his children's moms because the, the, the narrative now is that he doesn't have any, quote-unquote, 100% black kids. All his kids are mixed. The latest one is 100% African-American. So he's like, stop talking down on my uh on my children's moms. Um, I think Nick's a piece of shit too. Yeah, I think if we're if we're talking toxic people, toxic oh, yeah. pieces of shit, you brought up the two toxic ones. Absolutely. So, for those at home, we're keeping score. As of yesterday, Lanisha Cole has a daughter, Onyx Ice Cole. As of yesterday, um, she never announced him being the dad because she wanted to enjoy her pregnancy. Smart lady. <laughs> um, Alyssa, which is the one who had the kid who passed away, is pregnant again. She's not. She didn't announce it because of the baby dying the first time. She wanted her peace. Smart lady. Abby is Zion and Zillion's mom is pregnant again also. She's the one that talking about she want to do an OnlyFans if you want to find out information about the kids. That's who that is. Then there's Brittany who's <laughs> who has Golden and Powerful. She's pregnant again. Bree who had Legendary Love. That's the kid's name. Yo, all these kids got wild names. Um, in July, and there's a model who is rumored to be having twins, and of course, Mariah has twins. So, for people at home who are keeping score, that is nine babies born from Nick Cannon and five on the way. Um, yeah, all those people home keeping score, you don't want a baby daddy like that. <laughs> if he can pay for it. What's the issue, right? Yeah, but the, whether he can pay for it or not, like I know them women right now may seem like they all get along, but there's mm-hmm. just no way that they're all not beefing and arguing and got some drama going on. Of course. Like, 
when the kid is crying and like, oh yeah, you know, the dad was here, but the dad's over at the other kid's house. Right. Yeah. Buying him McDonald's and shit and not taking care of my kid. Exactly. Yeah, that, that that's definitely gonna happen. More times than not. And apparently none of them putting them on papers too. So you do realize there's twelve months in a year. Yeah. So there's fourteen kids. Somebody's mm-hmm. birthday is getting skipped. Yeah. Because he's at somebody else's birthday. <laughs> yeah. So that means if, and this is a big if, if he visits every child inside of a year, that means every three weeks he's at somebody else's house. Getting them pregnant again. Yep. While he's there. Of course. So every three weeks. That man got some issues. Right. I think he wasn't hugged or loved enough when he was a kid. So now he's just trying to. I, I don't think so either. I think his he said his dad was there and his mom loved him, but I think there's a disconnect somewhere, and he just he's just trying to rekindle that some kind of way. There's definitely a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might interest you since you like to troll people on Twitter. Uh, Nicki Minaj sues sues a gossip blogger called Nosy Ho. Spelled H-E-A-U-X. For calling her a cokehead, the media personality accuses uh, the rapper of harassing her, and she's out of control. So the blogger is saying Nikki's crazy, but the Nikki is suing her for getting called a cokehead. Is is that what like what is Nikki looking to achieve with that? Like, what do you really think that you're going to win from that um, person? It it's it's, at this point, it's principle. At this point, is to prove that you can't say what the fuck you want to say to me. Look, that, she can all, sue me for principle, and she that's ain't all, getting That's shit. all it can be. It can't be anything else. It it just has to be you not going to talk crazy about me. Right, because I guarantee you, if she has 100,000 mentions a day, mm-hmm. 80,000 are talking crazy about her. Yep. So you so just why you out suing everybody? Else? Yeah. Trust me, I'd be in the poor house. I'd be under the poor house right now if somebody sued me every time I talk crazy about them. So apparently that the blogger said that your child is going to become a rapist just like their dad. And that that, that was probably the straw that broke the camel's back and then bothered Nikki. Well, the apple don't fall far, far from the tree a lot of times. And you, if you don't keep a rapist away, what do you think that's going to do? Hey, <laughs> it is uh, what it is. But see, and this is what I'm saying. Like, don't. Okay, so Nikki, Nikki's lawyers are calling the lady a nobody. If she's a nobody, why are you suing for a hundred thousand dollars? Again, just principle. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't slander me and say I'm a nobody if you're still going to sue. Like, leave me the fuck alone. I'm nobody. Like, if I'm a nobody, that means nobody listening to me. So, but yeah, man. Uh, fucking Nick Cannon, bro. Um, <laughs> so we. In Iowa, not in Ohio this time, in Iowa, 
a team is ordered to pay $150,000 to the accused rapist family. There was a young lady um, who was 15 years old at the time. Her name was, his name was Piper Lewis. She stabbed her uh, attacker, 37-year-old Zachary Brooks, 30 times in Des Moines, Iowa. Lewis was a runaway and attempting to flee in an abusive relationship with her adopted mom. Lewis was sleeping with sleeping in hallways in Des Moines, and then a 28-year-old man took her in. Sex trafficked her to other men. So basically he was pimping her out. Um, Lewis was sentenced on Tuesday of uh, for the events that happened two years ago. Both offenses carried a 10-year sentence. So uh, I don't understand how she's getting charged. But Polk County judge says she could face imprisonment if she breaches the terms of her probation. Oh, okay. So they put her on probation. Okay. So she has five years of probation and she has to pay the family $150,000 for killing the family member. How is that fair when she got trafficked? Uh, she got five years probation. So it sounds like she just bought herself out of jail. Yeah. Get out of jail free card. Because, you know, you stab somebody up like that, most people mm-hmm. aren't getting out. So, so if they're just saying if if you are imprisoned falsely, you can't fight your way for freedom. Um, I don't know if that's what it means. Okay, what does it mean to you? Well, clearly she did it. She did it. So, so she's in jail for a legit reason. She admitted mm-hmm. to doing it. And you know the wrongful death suit. Um, there's always one with every, yeah. Case, whether you're good, bad, or indifferent. Um, and it's one of those things where she lost that case too. Like they're never going to get that money because no. you know but all that is. That's just one of those. Again, that's just a principle mm-hmm. of it. Okay, we sued. We won. You owe us. You know, we see at McDonald's, we can come and request that, you know, that $20 you got, whatever. It doesn't yeah. necessarily work like that, but that's how petty some people can try to be. But, hey, I'd pay hundred fifty grand to get out of jail for doing that. And then go pee in a cup for five years? Then go pee in a cup for five years? Yeah, it's better than peeing in a, a steel toilet yeah. while somebody is sitting in the bunk above you watching you. True. Um, But... She's 17. Most most likely her life is over. For the oh. most part. Her, her life is on pause. I, yeah. I say that. Well, first of all, ain't, ain't nobody hiring her. Right. You know, so she's not be- going to she's not going to college because you have to put that on your college application. Yeah, she'll be living off the state for the rest of her life. So she'll get a free check to do really much of nothing. You know, so she's just going to have to keep her nose clean with that free money. True. Because if not, she's going to go back and she's going to wind up doing a lot more time. Yeah. And usually people who are abused, um, 
not all people, but you know, listening. So usually when those are abused, become hypersexual. So it's not unlikely that she will have a kid or two before these five years are up. Yeah. Uh, there's no winners in this case to me. Um, I don't think. Shit, don't, she won. She got out of jail for free. Right. But then what if she had like aspirations, bro? Like, bro, she had aspirations. You know, maybe her life would have been a little bit more different back when all that shit happened. Yeah. She ran away at 15. We don't know. Well, she said it says abusive relationship with her mom. So maybe she wanted better for herself. You know, the mom derailed that. And then she met a guy that she thought was nice. And he further derailed that. Come on. At 15, there ain't no guy nice out there that's picking somebody up who ran away. She's in Iowa. She don't know no better. Yeah, she don't know. We know better. Yeah, we do because, you know, we're fucking 30 years removed from all this. So we, w- we wouldn't trust anybody. Like, we're sitting in a goddamn hallway of an apartment building and some guy like, hey, you come stay with me. I'm like, fuck you. No, we're not doing that. But she's 15 at the time. And she knew she wasn't, you know, doing the right thing. That's why she stabbed his ass up. Yeah, but even with that, though, like, you stab him once, the the court is going to look at it as stab him once Mm -hmm. so where you can make an escape. But she didn't stab him once. True. You know, look at that. It's like, okay, that's malicious. That's intent. Like, so same thing with the jury. Right. And you saw this case and she was there for two years. You know, who knows what the fuck happened in those two years to her and she got out and she just started poking this nigga pop 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 you're looking at intent or you're looking at she's so messed up in her head she just kept going like she could have we seen all the time people have flashbacks and all like we've been in fights where our mind leaves us and we have flashbacks we see somebody else and we just keep swinging yeah like so i guess I guess you have to look at it differently because when you're looking at a knife, they always say that knives are intimate. They are. When you stab somebody, that's like an intimate killing. Like, oh, you're you, you a real killer if you use a knife. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, you know, those people most likely. Like, it's, you know, you get something out of it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas a gun, you know, you can just shoot somebody. Like, but the same thing with a gun. They're like, hey, if you shoot them one time, that's enough to get away. Mm-hmm. But then if you shoot them 25 times, then that's an issue. Mm-hmm. Like you wanted them dead, dead. You didn't yeah. have no remorse. Right. You know, so I'm assuming the same way they look at the gun piece is the same way they're going to look at a knife piece. Like, hey, you know, you stab them once, two times. That's okay. That's That's enough to save your life. Maybe get him off you, stop him. Mm-hmm. You know, slow him down, whatever. But then you stab him like twenty eight times. You know, that's a little bit different. Okay, I see your point. But I know me. I and this is just for me, people. Not 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 for Piper. Not for best friend. This is for me. Not toxicology report. Nor Stark arrogance. This is just for me. I'm gonna poke you up. And I ain't gonna stop until you till I know you won't get the fuck up off me. Okay. Um He's gonna write a book if I poked you up. <laughs> this is how I would do it. 
Right. And I want to make sure that I don't have to live in fear of you even looking for me. Um, that's how that's how I fight. I fight so I don't have to fight no more. I'm lazy. Let's put I'm gonna put it that way. I'm I'm very lazy. I do I'm not that we're gonna fight today, we're gonna fight tomorrow, we're gonna fight next. No, we're gonna get all this out today and I'm done. So yeah, I don't I, I see why she poked them up. She probably just lazy. She probably said, I'm not I don't want to live in fear. I don't want to be in goddamn uh Target and he he come down the damn soap aisle. And I got to worry about him acting the fool in his target. No, I'm poking his ass up. Back the fuck up off me. Sorry that he passed. But guess what? You shouldn't be trafficking people. You sick bitch. He going to come haunt you tonight. (laughs) I'm going to take some more NyQuil. I ain't going to see the nigga, so I'll be all right. (laughs) But yeah, man, that's how I see it. But I see it your way, too. She, uh, The judge, especially in Iowa, they probably thought that was overkill. Right, exactly. and he probably was a nice guy in some people's neighborhood. So, but um, did you see that? Seen you the video of the kid destroying the house? Yeah. Okay. Did you see the mom's rebuttal? Yeah. All right. So, for those of you who don't know, there's a video floating around where a mom took a picture of her entire house. Her her child demolished the house. I mean, like, I don't even know if demolish is the right word. Like, (laughs) I don't know what word. It looks like a tornado literally came through that house. So, you know how for people at home, when you watch a movie and people are looking for something in in a person's house, that's how this shit looks. Just broken shit. Like, everything's everywhere. Um, Like, the the countertops are broken. Yeah, the countertops are broken. And the caption is, a 12-year-old did this because the mom took the phone away. Well, the mom saw that caption, and she came out and spoke on it. She said, the child is not 12. The child is, I believe she said 17. Oh, no, 15. Excuse me. The child is 15. He's 6 feet tall, 270 pounds. So basically, uh, Pablo, about a year and a half ago. Um, she should have poked his ass up. She's at least so he can calm down, right? Right. She said that he's mentally ill. Um, he's been this way since birth, and he needs help. He doesn't need ridicule. You're a dad. How do you feel about that, sir? Man, I I see what she's saying. Uh-huh. Where like you know he needs help, not ridicule. But at the same time, the motherfucker needs some discipline. He needs an ass whipping. Like he needs a father figure. He There's needs clearly somebody. no male in the house. There's clearly no male in the house. Clearly, because that shit wouldn't have went down like that. And mm-hmm. if it did, that male is a female. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, I like Junior bumped into me. Like he, like he waited till I took a step in the gym tonight, and I had yeah. one foot in the air getting ready to take a step, and he bumped into me and knocked me off. Smart like, man, smart man. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, you waited for me to take a step to knock me off balance. And then when I got my balance back, I was like all up on him. I was like, you don't want none of this. And like, he's like, who says? And I was like, I do. So he knows. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, but he's strategic. He waited. Right. Your he waited. Here. So, yeah. So that's intent. Like you can yeah, exactly. get in the court. Like, that was intent. He waited till I lifted my foot off the ground to get me off balance. And he got me good too because, like, literally, the way I had my foot up, getting ready to step down, like he not 
it like it would have knocked me back and down. Okay. Um, but it's one of those things where like these kids, like they need to know, they need to learn something, and it's just not gonna, it's not gonna learn that way when you got a mom that's just you got to protect them. I get it. The mom's got to protect them, and she's got to say, "Hey, this," but the mom can't protect them too much and allow them to get away with murder basically yeah like the the tv was broken the granite countertops were broken yeah that was a granite countertop like you you had to hit that shit with something mm -hmm. i don't know all over a, it's, it says a phone now if taking the phone triggers that reaction um i don't feel like he belongs around people people right and you know uh, Unfortunately and sadly, mm -hmm. those kind of people are the ones that wind up getting shot by the police yeah. when there's a domestic disturbance, disturbance called because, one, people don't know this, but those kind of kids or people, they have, like, superhuman strength. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, they're strong as fuck, you know, because mm -hmm. and they don't even know it. Yeah. And so it's yeah. like. They got the strength. They don't know what they're doing. Like their mind's not all there. Like a lot of shit happens and winds up getting them shot or killed or something. So yeah, the police don't know there's something wrong with them. Right. They just they just answering a call and then they come to a house and the granite is fucking broken. Their number one, the police number one job is to make it home safely. The second job is to protect and serve. They, they they're going to do both. If you if you don't know anything about the police in the last five years, they're going to do both. They're going to make sure they make it home, and they're going to protect and serve. So if I come in the door and it's a six foot, two hundred seventy five seventy pound black man raging breaking shit, fuck the black man. If there's a two hundred seventy pound man six feet tall raging in the house, I'm putting him down. Right, um, like, like Junior, like every time I show a picture of my nephew to people, they said there's no way he's in high school, and in certain pictures he doesn't look like he's in high school. Right. If I walk into a house and he's raging, if I don't know him, if, if I don't know that is a young child that's in high school, I'm putting him down. I have to to protect me and everybody in that house. Right, and you know, a lot of people look at the police and they're like. Uh, you know, the police are just looking to kill. Like you said, their number one job is to go home. Even even in my job, my number one job is to keep my job at the end of the day. So mm -hmm. if somebody's not doing their job, it has to be them before me. Yep. You know, same thing with the police. If something's going on, it has to be them before the police. You know, so we need to realize that and get that in our mind. Like we would do the same thing at our job. Yeah. All the time, like, and, and I see it even in my job, like, the teachers, it'll get to the point where they're like, I'm just going home. I'm I'm not getting paid enough for none of this. So, yeah, if a kid is acting up, if a kid throws something, they jump on the walkie, yo, come get them. Come get them, because I ain't got nothing to do with this. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's, that's a shame. It is. Um, <laughs> I, it was an incident like last week where a kid bit a teacher. Her reaction was the proper reaction, but they had to stop her. 
Like, luckily, somebody was there to stop her because her natural reaction to somebody biting her was defending herself. That's just the mentality of man. Like, I'm going to go home. This this is not worth it. I'm going to go home. And I can't even imagine, I can't even tell you how many times teachers walked into that school and they left that same day. Because it's like, you know what? This ain't it. Yeah, you know, just recently they had the principal who shoved a kid who was apparently mentally challenged. Yeah. You know, and got fired for it. But the kid was putting his finger all up in his face and then bumped him or pushed him. You you start, you go into defense mode. You know what I mean? You literally go into defense mode. You forget that's a kid, you know? You you like, this kid's not going to stop me from going home. Right. I'm going home. Simple and plain. I'm going home. There's nothing because I could literally the principal is the last line of defense. Like you got the you know the guidance counselors, the the behavioral people, the teachers, all them get there before the principal. So if the principal gets there and you can't stop it or de-escalate the issue, either you call the police or the principal has to do what he have to do. But you know nowadays parents like don't touch my kid. So sad world. Yeah. And speaking of that, there are five states, uh, I think North Carolina is included in that, that are bringing back, uh, you know, corporal punishment. Man, I think there should be an eye for an eye. Whatever you do, <laughs> we're going to let somebody do that shit to you. They're, you not, they're, somebody? they're not that. They're not doing that. So they're saying that the teachers get to paddle the kids. Uh once or twice it's up to their discretion i'm just so, saying in the in the entire world like you kill uh, somebody you get killed you uh, rape somebody you get raped like whatever you do it's an eye for an eye so they feel like if you kill somebody they put you in a closet for 25 years that's enough that's enough uh punishment for you so basically put you on timeout for 25 years all that's going to do is make somebody crazy and then eventually some of those people wind up getting out. Yeah, they do because they 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 prove that they have changed. That's it. Yeah, and then when they get out, that closet, that shit comes back to them from being in that closet, almost like PTSD. Mm-hmm. And then that shit winds up making them do something else. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, prison changes people. You can go and like. Say like you had a rough day and you went and got a couple of drinks. Um, you drove drunk, irresponsible, driving drunk, and you kill somebody. Like on a normal day, you're not that you know irresponsible. You're not that crazy of a person, but you get vehicular homicide. That's at least that's a, at least eight years in jail. When you come out after seven and a half years. You are a different animal. You're not that same nice guy. You're not that happy-go-lucky person. Um, it changes you. Like I don't know when prison became just a timeout place. Like prison was supposed to rehabilitate you, give you a skill set, teach you that what you did was wrong. And we went so far left of that. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. It's to the point now is just you're just gonna be here, you know. Um 
and you and you learn skills, it's just not the right skills you're supposed to learn. Like you learn how to make weapons, you know, you learn to protect yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you learn right. how to make body armor. Right? This, this, you this you learn how to make lipstick out of Kool-Aid. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and then you're in jail long enough where, you know, an um, ugly man with long hair looks like, you know, Holly Berry on the outside, you know? And then some people, you know, violate people's rights for no reason because you're in there now. So you're just a caged animal now. So, you know, it's 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 wild, man. Like I, I there's there's stories on YouTube about guys just being violated, you know, minding their business, doing their time, you know, two, three years, they go home to a family, they get violated. They come out the they come out the hospital after being violated, become a murderer because they murdered the person that violated them. Yep. You know what I mean? So that's twenty years added on to two, three years you're supposed to have. Yeah, like they need to get back to rehabilitating people, changing people's lives, and then I don't know, man. It might help, but it's such a messed up system. Like we really need to reset. Like everywhere, we need a reset. Um, you say this all the time, but I, yeah, I truly jumped on that bandwagon that we definitely need a reset of the whole system altogether. Um, the system's not broken. The system is doing what it's supposed to do for the people that are in charge. Um, let's get that straight. Uh, the system's not broken. The system was never broken. It's just that the people who are in charge is doing what it's supposed to do for them. And we're just walking right into it for them. And yep. by, by us, I mean poor and disenfranchised people just walking right into it. Me and Best Friend, we are middle class, upper middle class, uh, 40-year-olds now. So, but before that... We you 40? <laughs> I know, right? Um, before that, we were poor. And when I say poor, I mean poor. Like, Best Friend tells the story all the time. Where he he couldn't get food stamps. That's he was uh, he was that below the poverty line, you know. Um, I used to come to school smelling like kerosene because we didn't have heat because we couldn't pay our light bill. You know what I mean? Like we've been through all this, and we've seen it from both sides. And you guys are just walking into it. You're walking into this trap, and they loving it because you're keeping people paid. Prison towns are are the highest paid town in the United States of America highest paid because they count the prisoners in the census for that town. That's why when you go to a prison town like Jessup or like Attica or things of that nature, the roads are nice. The houses are nice. You know what I mean? They have extra money in the budget for other shit. And you guys are just helping them with that money. It's yep. literally you guys helping them with that money. I agree. What the hell? That's right, Harley. What Harley said, you're helping him with the money. <laughs> um, yeah, you fall into the plan. You know what I mean? You're falling into the plan. Um, and and me and best friend been to jail. You know, we ain't do long stretches. Allegedly, allegedly, we've allegedly <laughs> been there. You know, well, when we went to high school, if you got to an altercation, you had to sit in jail until your parents came and got you. So, um. We went there for that. Um, (laughs) 
And uh, if you knew my best friend, you know he was in a lot of altercations. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, man, like we know we we ate the bologna sandwiches. You know what I mean? We we've been there where if you get there at a certain time and they didn't feed you, missed the lunch or they missed the dinner, you don't eat. You know what I mean? Like you just sitting in the fucking corner, wrapped up in your shirt, waiting for you to get out. So we've been through both sides. We've seen it all. Um, only thing we wishing now is the rich side. Like we trying to get rich. <laughs> right. I want to see how they live. Right. You know what I mean? I want to sit on a golf course with no golf clubs and just have a conversation with somebody, you know, um, and not be working there. So, but yeah, man, um, yo, stop, stop helping them out. You know, y'all talk about, you know, the system, this and the government that it's not the man. And I tell best friend this all the time. It's not the man. You, I would never be that black person saying, oh, the man is holding me down. Da, 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 da. It's never been black or white because the first ghettos in America were Irish ghettos. Um, that's where the, the term comes from. Uh, Irish people. It's always about the haves and have nots. If you do not have it, those that do going to make your life very, very miserable. I promise you. The, the rich people didn't care about the gas prices going up. You know why? They can and afford they that shit. You know, like that only bothers us, you know? So stop helping them out, man. You know, do what you got to do. Stop helping them out. Um, go in business for yourself. You know, stop working for them. Cause you, all you're doing is helping them with their dream. Uh, work on yours. Uh, but that's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. <laughs> um, one last thing, and I want to hear your opinion on this, sir. Uh, PNB Rock uh, passed away. Uh, what's it? Two days ago? I think it's two days ago, or whenever Sunday was. So um, his girlfriend put his location on to take a picture. Just a normal. You know, Instagram thing to do. He took a picture and was like, hey, we are Roscoe's. Um, so he, he's from Philly. He does a lot of work in New York. He's a musician, um, for those who don't know, including you, best friend. Um, 30 years old, uh, went to L.A., probably to work with some people. Um, his girlfriend put the location on. Thieves came to the Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, allegedly, um, and took his life. Um, I'm going to say allegedly because I wasn't there. I don't know nothing. Um, (laughs) How do you feel about people? Because right now people are blaming the girlfriend. If she wouldn't have put the location on, he would still be alive today. Yeah, so we just kind of had this conversation Sunday with the whole, you know, posting shit when you're gone you know come home tv might be missing mm-hmm. um so i i kind of see some of their blame you know for it or what their point is because again like if she doesn't put that on there like that doesn't happen knowing that you know whether he was a big artist smaller mm-hmm. artist whatever like i saw um a thing with the game where they brought up one of his tweets or whatever from like 10 years ago saying hey if you guys go to roscoe's watch out because the whatever basically like the stick up boy is going to get you 
mm-hmm. like um so it's just one of those things where you know any type of being a celebrity means you gotta pull a a, um, a C dot and just you know do your shit days afterwards yeah and act like you're there today when you're really not so let them go there and try to rob somebody that's not there mm-hmm. yeah um I, I saw that part I saw that part when people were saying it because they're saying this is the second time when she posted like their location that he got robbed like this is literally the second time that happened. She so might be I, in on it. That's what a lot of people were saying. Um, even Kodak Black was like, um, you know, you should uh un- unlive yourself or unalive yourself, as the kids would say. Um I don't think she'd go that far. Uh that's that's just cold to tell anybody that. Um, but I think you have to be mindful, you know, especially if if you know who he is. You have to be mindful of your situation. Like, if we're somewhere, like I can see if we're in like Dubai, you know what I mean, or somewhere like tropical. Yeah, drop drop the location. But if you were like in the middle of L.A. County at a restaurant right. and waffles, don't drop your location. Um, especially when we lost Pop Smoke the same exact way. Like he was he was on Instagram Live and he dropped his location. Then that's when the robbers went to the house where he was at. Yo, be mindful of your situation. Be mindful of your surroundings. Um, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't blame her because, like you said, the game said, do not go to this Roscoe's flossing because you leave in with nothing. And knowing him, he probably had, you know, man pride of you're not going to take nothing from me. You know, yeah. I'm just speculating. I'm, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. But it, that's what it seems like because you just getting robbed. You just get robbed. You know what I mean? Like it's, it ain't like that guy with the gun that we were talking about in the first story where no. he just got shoot away. Right. Like it's if you're getting robbed, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not gonna put that karma on me, but I'm gonna tell you this. Okay, this is three things you need to do when you're getting robbed. Okay. When you're getting robbed, give them what they want. All right. What common sense? Right. Two, do not look them directly in the fucking face. Okay. And three, keep your ass humble. All right. That's what you do when you're getting robbed. All right. Because if you if you refuse to take it, they're going to take it from you. Okay. If you stare at them too long, then they're getting nervous because they think, oh, you're memorizing their face. They got what well, you seen TV when you hear the pro- fucking robber's voice. What happens to the person that hears the robber's voice? And stay calm and humble because braggadocious if like like the cop if i'm fearful for my life and i have a gun and you don't we know how that story ends nine times out of ten so um yeah yo, just give it up especially especially if you got it and you can get it back just give it up you know what i mean right like, most fuck. likely whatever he had like if he had jewelry it wasn't short like fuck pride at this point like because you remember back in the day when we were young, it was a thing to take uh, a musician's uh, jury and floss it on TV or whatever. Like, hey, we got your shit. I don't care. You have it. Okay. I'm going to get some more. I'm going to get another one. I'm going to get a better one. Simple as that. Um, 
and even Ice T, Ice T was like, uh, he just came back out because he had said something before when Pop Smoke passed. He said, uh, "Don't come on here, don't come to L.A. thinking it's good. Like you know, don't think it's palm trees and shit." Um, he said that when Pop Smoke died, and then he said it again uh, two days ago. He said, "You see that rappers in L.A. don't wear jewelry." It's not because we can't, because we refuse to, because of situations like this. Like Snoop, Dr. Dre, if you notice when they're out and about, they don't wear jewelry because you, you're putting a target on your back. That's the East Coast thing. That's the East Coast and then down South. They like to wear that outlandish shit. Do not go to somebody's house acting a fucking fool. If I go to LA right now, I promise you I'm wearing the proper attire and I'm not flossing. See, you, you see what happened to Biggie? See what I'm saying? Like, fucking... He made a, a song about it. Yeah, absolutely. We have a friend that lives in California right now. He came to visit us. He asked us protocol before we walk. He walked into Maryland. That's his mentality because he lived in California for so long. Like, yo, what can't I wear? You know, and he came here with no jewelry on. He had on maybe one little skinny chain, and that was it. But other than that, he had no other jewelry. He had on regular clothes. He wore all black because LA mentality is totally different than anywhere else in the world. So, yo. Be careful. Uh RIP to uh PMB Rock. Um, y'all take it easy on the girl. Um, she already going through enough. Um, she just lost a man, and I believe that's her children's father, too. So you know, to go easy on her. Uh but yeah, stop fucking showing the world where you are. That whole instant gratification shit. Stop showing the world. Uh, I don't know what you thought was going to happen. Um, <laughs> right. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure she thought he's going to have fans pop up, and she was going to be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, that's my man." You know, signing autographs and shit, and the wrong person showed up. So, yeah, that's my two cents on it, best friend. Sounds legit. Yeah. <sighs> We sound like old men today, bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Stop wearing the jewelry in the street. <laughs> Pull your pants out. Yeah, you know I mean? don't go to jail. <laughs> yeah, we don't want y'all in jail, man. Please don't, because I, you know, I got neighbors now. <laughs> they wild now. And they ain't been in jail, so I don't need them in jail. Uh, <laughs> uh, best friend, you seen Cobra Kai? Nope. None of them? No. Jesus fucking Christ. What are you doing with yourself? Uh, apparently not watching Cobra Kai. I, apparently. Um, you have access to Netflix still? Yes. I need you to watch Cobra Kai. It's pretty fucking good, bro. Pretty all fucking right. good. It's season five now, so it's pretty fucking good. I can I can binge watch all that in like a week. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I think the first couple of um, seasons, the episodes are half an hour, and then the, the rest of them are like, 45 minutes after that. So it's pretty good, man. Um, it brings back nostalgia. You'll see a lot of old faces. You'll be like, oh shit, fuck, they age horrible and shit. Um 
Um, then you realize that it was in the 80s. So that's like fucking like damn near 40 years ago. So that they didn't age hard, would have just aged. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty good, man. Uh, they have, you, you see all, everybody from the original three. I think you see everybody in there except for, of course, Mr. Miyagi and like probably like a couple other people. So they probably holding them off for season six. But you get to see everybody, bro. Like, you know, when I say everybody, it's everybody. And they don't come back like they were. They're, they're totally different people. So it's good, man. It's not just a kid show. I thought it was just a kid show. But then I started watching it. And I was like, oh, it's pretty fucking decent. So. And I wore this today. Everybody was like, oh, Cobra Kai. So you're out of the loop again. <laughs> I'm used to it. Yeah. So. Um, any final words for the folks? Uh, final words for the folks. Um, uh, if you're getting robbed, take your girl with you. Yeah. Don't if just you, leave her sitting If you there. can get away and you have a clear exit, take your girl with you. Because he literally walked past them. Right. And once you're okay, so, next okay. All right. So is he wrong for not taking her or is she wrong for just sitting there? She was being nosy, so she was like, oh, what's going on? So she wrong for being nosy. Okay, because I know if I get up, your ass better get up with me. Some shit happened at my job the other day, and I saw this one of my uh, employees stand up. The first uh-huh. thing I did was lock my shit, stood up, looking around. Yep. I'm like, oh, something's up. Something's yep. up. Uh, okay. Um and my final word is if you can't get away from being robbed, give it up. Give it up. Give up your give shit. Up, and if you can't afford what they're taking off of you, you shouldn't be having it on in the first place. Right. Simple as that. You, my mom always say, don't ever let anybody have anything that you can't afford to get back. So, but yeah. So uh, thank you all for listening to another wonderful episode of Toxicology Report. Um, stay tuned for the live show. Uh, me and Best Friend will be on there along with uh, other uh, shows from the Sarkarigans Network. Um, come check us out. That will be October the 8th. That's going to be a super dope day. Um, it's going to be a, um, about a few hours. Right? It's going to be like a four-hour event. So you might want to check out, you know, see how it goes down on the Sarkarigans side of things. Um, November 5th, having a... a uh, Players ball. Um, it's gonna be dope, man. A lot of seventies gear, a lot of player, you know, funky, funkadelic clothing going on. Um, at Graffiti Alley in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, that is right off of North Avenue for those who live in the city. And if you don't know, uh just Google Graffiti Alley warehouse and it'll pop right up. We're dope. not gonna tell you the day we're going because we don't want to get robbed. Exactly. I'm not taking any pictures while I'm there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, come out, man. We're gonna have uh, you know, alcohol on me. I'm paying for all the alcohol that night, so I'll, all the alcohol you can drink. Um, we're gonna have food trucks outside, so we definitely gonna feed you because we can't have food in the building because uh, it's literally a warehouse, so they don't want food in the building. But we will have food trucks outside for you guys. Um, yo, buy your tickets, eventbrite.com. Just type in SMG uh, in the Baltimore section if you want to come in, man. Um, yeah, we're gonna have some fun. Uh, 
yeah, man, if you don't like this episode, or if you don't like us at all, I don't know why you're listening. We have 15, 16 other shows you can pay attention to and listen to uh, underneath the Sarkarrigans banner. Go to Sarkarrigans.com. You can check us out. We're all there. Uh, I'm not going to say everybody's name because I usually forget somebody's name when I say that. But uh, we got new stuff coming as well. And, uh, yeah, man, we almost had two years. We almost had two years. Uh, and uh, I'm super proud of everybody on the network, including Best Friend, because he tells me every single day that he wants to quit. So the fact that he's still here, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's still here is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, us, personally, me and my best friend, we are almost at 100 episodes. If you're listening to this episode, this is episode 64. So you know what that means for all you math majors at home. 36 more episodes. If you do the math correctly, it will be the week after best friend's birthday, the 100th episode. So you know we're going to act the fool for the 100th episode. Get us up there, man. Get us the likes. Thank you for the downloads. We appreciate everything. And until next time, in the Vadius we trust. Be safe and stay toxic. And we are out of this bitch. Peace.